0: Welcome. Today you found yourself on Bible Q&A, and, and we're going to be talking about the four things God expects from us. You see, standards and expectations are a common thing in this world. Parents expect their children to grow up and get jobs. Teachers expect their students to get decent grades. Like all of these people, God has his own standards that he expects all his children to meet. But what standards are those, and how hard are they to reach? Let's find out, shall we? Number 1. Love and willing submission. One of the most important things God expects from His children is love and willing submission. As it was said in Deuteronomy, And thou shalt love the Lord thy God, with all thine heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy might. Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 5. When we seek after God with all our heart, complying with God's instructions is pretty simple because we agree with him. Amos chapter 3 verse 3. We shouldn't be like Amaziah. Even though he did righteous things, he didn't meet God's expectations because he wasn't worshipping with a perfect heart, according to 2 Chronicles chapter 25 verse 1 and 2. Rather, we should be like David. David who was a man after God's heart, according to 1 Samuel chapter 13, verse 14, and Acts chapter 13, verse 22. We can be like King Hezekiah, who confessed before God that he was worshipping in truth and with a perfect heart. Isaiah chapter 38, verse 3. It wasn't just words. These two men proved through their actions that they loved and would submit to God. Number 2. Integrity. God expects us to have integrity. Integrity is sticking with your beliefs and not being influenced by the opinions of those who disagree with you. This is an important expectation because the world and its principles are very powerful in our society, and we have to be brave enough to stick with what we have faith in. As John told us, Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, and the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world passeth away, and the lust thereof. But he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. 1 John chapter 2, verses 15-17. to 17. Esau didn't meet God's expectations because he didn't have integrity. He wasn't a man of principle. He sold his birthright to Jacob in Genesis chapter twenty-five, verses twenty-nine to thirty-four, and Jacob would later inherit the blessing. Hebrews chapter twelve, verses sixteen to seventeen. He couldn't just eat some fruit, or maybe just warm up some meat himself. No, he threw away his birthright for one meal. We shouldn't learn from him, we should learn from Joseph. He showed great integrity in Genesis chapter 39 verses 7 to 12 because he refused to have sexy time with Potiphar's wife. He knew that both adultery and fornication were forbidden in the Bible. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Exodus chapter 20 verse 14. Flee fornication. Every sin that a man doeth is without the body but he that committeth fornication sinneth against his own body. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 18. Yes, I know, there wasn't a Bible then, but there were traditions laid down by his ancestors, and God would vindicate those traditions later. Anyway, because Potiphar's wife's request was sinful, he fled from her. Joseph ran away, even though there would be dire consequences for him later. Number 3. Using Gifts and Talents If we have any gifts or talents that God has given to us, God expects us to use them for His business. As Peter told us, If any man speak, let him speak as the oracles of God. If any man minister, let him do it as of the ability which God giveth, that God in all things may be glorified through Jesus Christ. To whom be praise and dominion forever and ever. Amen. 1st Peter chapter 4 verse 11. A story in the Bible that illustrates this is the story of King Jeroboam. He was given the opportunity for him and his sons to rule Israel because of the stupidity of Solomon. And it shall be, if thou wilt hearken unto all that I command thee and wilt walk in my ways and do that is right in my sight, to keep my statutes and my commandments as David my servant did that I will be with thee and build thee a sure house as I built for David and will give Israel onto thee First Kings chapter 11 verse 38 However Jeroboam did not meet God's expectations instead he led the Israelites to sin in 1 Kings chapter 12 verses 26 to 33 He created a whole new religion for them just so he could stay in power This guy was the world's first politician. He misused the opportunity God gave him just because of greed. Number four, righteousness. God expects his children to be righteous. When we do all the things I mentioned previously, we are going to end up pretty righteous anyway. Abraham had to be righteous, according to Genesis chapter 17 verse 1, and the Israelites had to be righteous in Exodus chapter 19 verses 4 to 5. Are we better than Abraham and the Israelites? Well, I am, but you guys aren't, so you need to closely follow these standards. No, just kidding. The scribes, Sadducees, Pharisees, and all their supporters hadn't met this standard or expectation, which is why Jesus Christ said we must exceed their righteousness as it says in Matthew for i say unto you that except your righteousness shall exceed the righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees ye shall in no case enter into the kingdom of heaven Matthew chapter 5 verse 20 and with that i've talked about the four things god expects from us it is very important that we work to meet god's expectations because there are not many people who actually want to serve God in our time, according to Matthew chapter 24, verse 12. Serving God is rather difficult. As it was said in Matthew, "...enter ye in at the straight gate. For wide is the gate, and broad is the way, that leadeth to destruction. And many there be which go in thereat. Because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way, which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it." Matthew chapter 7, verses 13 to 14. Thus, our sins are going to be more noticeable to God, because there are going to be less people who are working to go towards him. And of course, that means God will be more likely to punish us if we sin. As it was said in Amos, You only have I known of all the families of the earth. Therefore, I will punish you for all your iniquities. Amos chapter 3 verse 2. And that is where I'm going to stop with this Bible Q&A. Thank you for listening. Oh, one more thing. Like what you heard today, share your thoughts by using the link https://anchor.fm/bibleqanda1/message. Once again, that's https: colon double slash anchor dot slash bible q and a one slash message hope to hear your wonderful feedback it might appear in an episode